Hello, data storytellers. Today on the show, I have with me Andrea Costigliola, who is the digital director and is working with applications and data science over at Hovion. Andrea, welcome on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Laszlo. Very great to be here today. Yeah, it's going to be going to be an exciting conversation. I want to pick your brain about all things data. Uh, before, we, uh, be- before we jump in, um, for those listeners who are not familiar with Hovion, what do you guys do? Uh, we, we are a pharmaceutical contract manufacturing and, and development organization. So we, we, we work from, from the pharmaceutical industry. So we, we produce medicines to, to other customers, big pharma, biotech, and, and that, that, that's, that's it. So we work for patients to produce high quality medicines. Mm-hmm. And you've been there since uh, 2016. What landed you there? What attracted you to the organization and uh, what was your mandate as you joined? Well, I think it, it was uh, somehow casual. So it, it happened uh, because I, I was looking for, for an internship in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in the industry. So I, I was attracted by manufacturing. And uh, I got a chance to do this internship. There was a very specific optimization problem that they, they wanted to solve in the quality control. And I, I just got there, did the project. They liked the project, the results, and I just jumped on board. And after that, I, I've been uh, with the company for, uh, for, for, for almost six years today. And um, that, that's been interesting because I, I, I like all the part of, from research and development, on, uh, the, the manufacturing part of it, always with, uh, with the, the main conductor, that, which was data. Mm. Because I see that um, you started off in R&D and then you work with knowledge management, intelligence systems, and then your role transitioned to data science to the current one, which seems to be more senior. So w- what is your role exactly right now? Uh, now, now? Now I am a director of uh, a team that um, does applications in data science. So we maintain uh, uh, and develop a content deployment platform um, for, for the whole organization, so it's, it's um, a role that has a, a scope and we uh, really develop, so we have a group of developers, we have data scientists, data engineers, so what we really do is try to connect the, the organization to the data the organization generates. So we, we try to uh, enable people to make better decisions by the usage of, of the information they produce when they work, when they manufacture processes, when they do medicines, when they do research. So we really try to, to, to link the dots, to link people to information in the company. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, I know it's, a, uh, I, I know it's a, a question that might be hard to uh, answer, but we can begin there. Uh, how data-driven would you say Hovion is? Uh, so why don't we back, back, uh, back up a little bit what do you think constitutes a data-driven organization? So now you've been in this field for a while. What would be your definition of data-driven? What are your standards when determining if a company is driven uh, by data in terms of that decision? Well, that, that, that's a tough question because uh, the data is something that is very present in an organization. It's a very latent topic because everything you do actually is generating data uh, uh, from from a manufacturing process to, to as I was saying, as an R&D, to an R&D research. So everything you do generates data. And uh, actually what I think that describes better a data-driven organization is 
the capability to leverage on those data to make better decisions. So I think that a decision that is very uh, effective in taking decision based on real-world evidence uh, uh, is a data-driven organization. Uh, for me, it's not much about technology itself or what programming language do you use or if you have a data center or you don't. So it's the way you look at the data or what you do, uh, the way you understand your processes and transform that into actionable information that can help you to, to, to uh, work better at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And how did uh, Hovion change over the past six years in terms of that? So I know that six years is a long time in the 21st century, especially if we talk about data and analytics and anything connected to technology, just because of the sheer speed of how the industry is moving. But what kind of change did you observe during your time there in terms of data drivenness? Well, I, I was very lucky uh, because when I joined the company, we, we were just starting this, uh, this uh, uh, path forward uh, to, mm-hmm. towards the, the, the data literacy, let's call it like that. Um, in the knowledge management team, uh, it was very unusual, uh, our approach to data, because uh, most of the time we didn't even have uh, that set available. So it was just really... Uh, um, uh, try to, to, to solve problems. Most of the time we didn't uh, um, got uh, a precise business question to be solved. So it was much more try to understand uh, uh, if there was something that could be improved and optimized uh, in uh, what the company does in, in, in any aspect. Um, and we, we worked a lot with uh, several areas, so like sales, finance, uh, production, quality control, and so on. Um, and I think that our approach to data was always uh, oriented to specific topics, specific questions. And we helped a lot of the organization uh, in, uh, let's say, to forecast capacity, to understand if we uh, were able to accept or not new projects, uh, if we uh, need to uh, uh, um, uh, go forward with this uh, uh, expansion plans and so on. So we, we did uh, uh, many, many things. But today, what I think I think that really changed in these in these years uh, was when we transitioned from uh, several groups within the organization that uh, used analytics to to to, to make decisions um, to a group where uh, uh, in digital where we look, started to look at data uh, in a broader sense as uh, uh, not just use data that was in Excel spreadsheets or in a, in a, in, in a file stored somewhere uh, or in a database. We, we start to look at data from, from a broader perspective, uh, from data governance, the way the company creates data. And when company doesn't uh, uh, create data in, in a digital form, try also to digitalize those processes so that the information can be captured to be, to be used. So, we, we looked uh, almost at all the aspects in the, in the, in the, that I, I believe are relevant in data uh, um, analytics uh, um, surroundings that are from the data creation up to the usage of this data for, for models and decision-making process. So uh, the, the, the change was very, very uh, uh, huge. We, we built a strong team and we worked with these same people for, for all these years. And I think that was uh, uh, remarkable from my, from my point of view. Hmm. And what were the biggest challenges on that journey that you saw? So first we can maybe uh, look at your perspective specifically and maybe talk about um, the organization at large as well. But from your perspective, having gone through 
all those different roles and levels in the business. Where did you see the main bottlenecks in terms of Hovion becoming more data-driven? Um, well, uh, the, the, our, our path was very regular. So mm-hmm. I think that we um, were very effective in, this, in, in, in devising a strategy and follow that. Of course, the, 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 we, we had problems and, and, and several projects were not uh, so successful as we would have liked. But um, in terms of, of um, the, the becoming more data-driven, um, uh, I think that we still have to work so much on, on, the, on, the, on the data creation part and on data governance part. Uh, because uh, in, in, in pharmaceutical industry, which is a very uh, 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 um, classic uh, 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 industry, uh, we really have very, very uh, uh, um, heavy processes. And uh, so we, we must be compliant. We need to do a, a process that are, are quality driven. And, and so this, this creates a, a lot of, of needs around, around data and the way they are created and the way then you, you use those, those, those informa- this information. And uh, what I, I think that we uh, can still uh, uh, pursue is um, enhancing uh, a level of, of data, digital data creation uh, higher than, than we, we, we have right now. So this is a part that I, I think that we can, we can still uh, uh, go, go for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, from your view, as you went through this journey, um, how did your scope change? from maybe being more technical to being more strategic and working with the organization at large? Well, that, that was very uh, fast, uh, very quick change. It happened in, 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 uh, in less than six, six years. So uh, I, I, I really um, uh, got in a technical position for, for, let's say, two, three years at most. And still, in the, in the last... Uh, in the third year, I, I was already managing a small team, um, but I, I learned a lot when I was a, 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 a technical in the in the in the knowledge management group. I, I worked in several projects, and the good thing in was that I, I often was uh, presenting our results of our models to to high level stakeholders, and that helped me a lot to um, have a broader vision of. What the organization was doing, what were the priorities, what we needed, was we were we looking about efficiency, productivity, uh, more quality, and and usually making it's always tough to do the, the balance between those aspects that are all very relevant. You know, you want to be more efficient, but you don't want to lose quality in what you do. So it is a, also always a trade-off uh, uh, to to do, and 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 of course. This helped me a lot to, to know more about the organization and know what the organization needed in terms of, of, of priorities. And uh, as I was moving uh, through these roles, I uh, had a chance to work in R&D, then in quality, and then in, in digital. Uh, I, I really got the, the chance to know all the aspects of the, of the, of the business, or many aspects of, of, of the business. Um, and I think this uh, uh, was was fundamental to to complete my knowledge not only about uh, what Ovion does, but the, the farming industry uh, in general. And Ovion as as a contract manufacturer, 
organization, uh, um, the interaction that we have we, with our customers and in the end of the day, so uh, uh, this, this was very, very, very re relevant for me. I, I had a chance to work on project, as I was saying uh, um, uh, before, uh, for, for industrialization plans. So we, we, we really use data to, uh, to, to forecast how uh, our capacity, productive capacity, was going to be uh, uh, affected by the business growth, for instance. Uh, we also um, did a, a, a project that I, I consider very uh, important for my, also for my uh, learning process. Uh, that was a collaboration with the with the Portuguese University, where we funded uh, uh, several PhD and research uh, scholarships, and we worked with them on a specific business process of opt optimization process. And this was very very good because uh, we actually got the academia within the industry to solve the problem that was not just an academic one, and uh, uh, we learned a lot. And uh, I think the main result of that is that today we have an algorithm that was developed with them, uh, used in, 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 in production to, to, to help us to take better decisions. So I think all this uh, network of experts that worked with us through, through these years, the, the, the exposure that I had to stakeholders within the company uh, at, at different levels uh, was all part of this journey that today uh, uh, makes me uh, um, have a good a good vision on, on uh, what's the, the next uh, uh, big thing that we, we, we need to go to go after. Mm -hmm. And then talking about the next big thing. So what are the strategic priorities? What kind of big projects are you working on right now? What is the next station of your data-driven journey? Uh, well, as I, as I was saying, we, we, we are still uh, working a lot on, on, the, uh, on the digitalization of processes. So uh, um, in a group that has uh, the dual scope of digitizing data uh, and connecting people to data, and after that, use those data to uh, uh, serve them in self-service analytics platforms or uh, specific reports and so on, um, our, our um, next uh, um, challenge will be to uh, establish within the organization, outside of my uh, team uh, also, uh, a data-driven culture. So we would like that there is no data analytics owner within an organization that is data-driven. We need to have, within the, the, the business area, we need to have analysts that are capable to look at the data that the organization generates and help that department or a, a project to 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 go um, uh, in the right way. So I think that's uh, uh, the next big thing. So it's increased data literacy within the organization, not just within the group. I, I think that it was fundamental to start as we did in digital because uh, this helped a lot. Uh, uh, several governance problem that you usually have when. You have the, the, the data uh, uh, scientists or data analysts uh, um, uh, in several parts of the company because then you uh, don't really know well the data model, you don't really know the sources that you have available and so on. So we, we uh, built this strong core, uh, but now uh, what we did is not for, our, for ourselves. Uh, it serves to, to improve what we do every day, which is produce high quality medicines. Mm -hmm. You mentioned some of the governance problems. Can you bring a few of those examples? And then also, uh, what did you do so far 
to tackle some of those uh, governance issues? Well, governance problem, I, I see two types of problems in governance. One is the, again, and I, I know that I'm repeating myself, it's the, but this process that gets you to create data. So this is a governance problem. Who, own, who is the owner of that information and who guarantees you that what the company is creating around that topic is correct and can be used to take decisions? So this is one, one problem and maybe I think it's the toughest one to, 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 to be solved. The other part is the accessibility of data. And uh, on the accessibility of, of data, I think that we, we made major uh, improvements because uh, uh, if, if a few years back you needed to ask, let's say, IT to give you uh, uh, some uh, access to that database or to an Excel spreadsheet to do your, 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 your analysis, uh, uh, today we, we don't need that. We just uh, have in place uh, uh, several mechanisms and platforms to uh, enable everyone in the organization to to be um, um, not 100% autonomous, but uh, close to that, right? Mm -hmm. um, the other aspect is, 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 is very tough. The other aspect uh, uh, has to do uh, with, with culture, is, has to do with the way we do things, has to do uh, uh, with the processes you enforced based on the system that you have in place in the, in the company. And, and um, what we did is that Everything new that uh, is developed uh, uh, um, by us or, or, or for, for or something that we, we, we software off the shelf that we, we buy, um, we have now there's some 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 uh, golden rules that we can apply to to uh, guarantee that we know who is the owner, we know who uh, grant access to something, we know uh, if there are uh, some rules that are being. Uh, uh, broken and we uh, need to act on that. So we have a very uh, um, a preventive approach on, 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 on data governance to guarantee um, that what the company generates is, is correct, accurate and can be, and can be used. Hmm. So that preventive approach, I hear this a lot and it's so important to actually strategically create these processes so that a problem doesn't even come up because when you when you need to address that it might be possible but it's very costly in terms of attention and in terms of the resources that you need to put into that also the success rate is much lower as well so if you do the preventative approach then everything becomes more seamless can you give me some examples of uh, some of those golden rules, maybe just one or two from the top of your head uh, that you think would be useful for people working in the, uh, the same area? My main point is not really about the golden rule itself, because I know that it can, that can change from organization to organization. But what I'm curious about is that when you implement this, what kind of resistance you experience from the organization and what it addresses. Uh, can you give me a few examples of that? Well, I, I, I'm not able to, to give you an example of the, what, what those rules are, but I think that we can talk about general concepts mm -hmm. around, uh, uh, around those. And what I think it, it is very uh, uh, important is the awareness of what we are trying to, to solve. And most of the time, people don't... Uh, don't even think that there is a problem to, to, to be addressed. You know, it's the, uh, you know, the, 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 the classic sentence, uh, um, we always did like that and why should we, we change? Why should I control that? Why should I care about uh, that specific one? But um, if you go the other way around, uh, instead of enforcing the right usage of the system, 
You can the other. Uh, you can go the other way around and say, well, uh, what process I can build within the organization that has nothing to do with digital, nothing to do with data analytics, nothing to do with uh, 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 software management and all of, all of that, but what process I can enforce within the organization that makes the creation of that particular record so important that there is no way that that thing can fail. And uh, we have been working a lot on, on, on uh, people and processes before tools. So I think this is the, the, the way I, I, I see things. And um, one of the, the aspects that I mentioned before when I, uh, when I was speaking about, uh, the, speaking about the, the knowledge management uh, uh, group is that the, having the, the chance to see how the organization works and how uh, uh, what we do uh, uh, impacts on the business before even getting a data set, before even thinking about we need to do a classification model or a forecasting model. I think that's very precious because that is what gives you a sense of why should we care about that and why should we uh, try that what we, uh, the information that we are creating is, is relevant for, for, for us. So I, I can not name a golden rule, but I, I, I think that if we look at data from a process perspective, before then uh, looking at it just as information, I think it, it can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. And while aligning the organization and trying to instill that data-driven culture and create that data literacy, um, where did you experience or what, where are you experiencing the most resistance? Is it maybe the senior management level? Is it middle management? Is, uh, is it the end users? So where do you see the sticking points in terms of creating that culture, if anywhere? Well, I, I don't see that there are there is a particular resistance around this topic. I, I, I think that is very um, widely recognized that this is a need, and this is not something that uh, a digital cares about, or uh, operational excellence cares about, or R and D cares about. It's I think that it is recognized within the company that to make better decisions. We need to have solid bases, solid foundations, and usually we found these solid foundations within data. So I don't feel that there is particular uh, resistance. I see that there is um, uh, still a lot of work to do to uh, guarantee that the processes that we have designed uh, on paper, uh, they, they are put in place. So this is the, the tough part because it involves not just uh, change in the in the in the in the everyday uh, work of a person. It involves a change of many many contributors and many people in the organization that should start to uh, uh, look at that process and see how can I change it, how can I create uh, high value information for the company. But um, I, I think that resistance I, I observe is just classic resistance that you have in any project and you, you need to overcome, but it's not very related with the purpose because I, I think the purpose is, is well recognized uh, and, and, and that's good, a good starting point. Mm -hmm. So um, when you're aligning the organization and you're trying to engage people, so it's great that there is no particular uh, resistance towards data, but then 
as you mentioned before, when you come in and try to impose something on someone's way of working, you will naturally uh, get some sort of pushback, right? So uh, what has been your strategy so far in terms of making sure that uh, data-driven working is being uh, received uh, and welcomed well in the company? Um, Well, I think that this is a very... (laughs) general question that applies to, to every kind of project anytime you have a pushback you know and and, and I think that we I uh, tried several approaches to, to, to overcome problems like, like that um, and, I, and I don't know really what is the right thing to do when you have some pushback on, on, on data culture but um, what I see is that um, if you try always to do some step back together with the, the, those that are resisting to, to the change and, and say, oh, but, you know, we, we're doing this because um, in the end of the day, uh, you also will have something uh, from, from it and try to, to uh, uh, really not explain the purpose, but make people feel that uh, uh, that mission, that goal is not your goal, it's the goal of the organization. It, it really matters from for, from uh, an holistic standpoint. And I think that um, this is maybe what works better. But for that, you need time. You need to have time and you need to have, uh, uh, to be patient. You need to to to, to um, engage discussion, brainstorming sessions. You need to share ideas because uh, actually uh, uh, no one has the truth in, in his pocket, right? So you, you need to, 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 to discuss about things and, 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 and uh, uh, understand what works because sometimes, and I, I remember a particular project where I, 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 it was a few years back, um, where I thought that the right thing to do was all the, it was a logistics project, I thought the right thing to do was all the information must be structured in, in a certain way and we need to have the, the level of stuff for that materials that were being purchasing ad hoc and, and I, we need to put order on that process because after that, we could do like uh, forecasting models and uh, several uh, uh, fantastic stuff around that. The way that the process, I thought it was correct, would have put on the organization was just tremendous and absolute nonsense. And at some point, people convinced me, yeah, I know this is what you show us is great. We know that we can get all of this, but, but you know, and in the meantime, we'll be just stop working and do what we do for a living, which is producing medicines. And that, that was really true. So uh, sometimes you, we need to, to, to do trade-offs and, 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 and think that data is just a mean. It's not the ultimate goal for an organization. So uh, I think that resistance is sometimes useful and, and fruitful to have those kind of pushback because uh, after that you, you, you will really get to a good uh, uh, agreement on what is the, the, the path forward. Mm-hmm. And, it, and those healthy relationships will then work for you in the future when you're trying to implement new, new solutions. Speaking of these new solutions, yeah. what are you most excited about right now in the world of data? Is there any particular trend or technology that really excites you? Uh, well, from technology, from a technological uh, uh, point of view, I, I'm very uh, curious about technology. This is uh, something that I, I always try to be up to date, even in 
in this modern world, it's absolutely complex to 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 know the aspects, and especially when you uh, in your professional career you move from from technical to, to to leadership positions, it's really tough to 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 know what's what what's going on. Uh, again, uh, I, I see uh, technology as as um, an opportunity, but also a threat, because uh, um, if you look at problems just from a technological uh, point of view, you will most probably fail because you lose focus about what is the, the, the real problem, business problem that you are going to, to solve. Uh, but besides that, I, I'm... I'm this could be could sound uh, just just uh, uh, a fluff, but I really uh, the, what interests me most is the the, the intelligent uh, decision making process or the automatic decision making process. So it is uh, a very uh, uh, powerful for me to see to look at problems, uh, um, decision pro processes, and say, oh, you know, we we can. Uh, take data-driven decisions on that, uh, um, maybe in a fully autonomous way. But most of the time, what we do is not that. What we do most of the time is inform stakeholders to take decisions based on, on, on good quality uh, uh, data analysis. Uh, but the, the automation of the decision-making process, in, in some cases, I think it would be uh, uh, it would be very, very useful to speed up some processes and to help also the organization. But uh, you should be very careful about uh, what is to what extent you you are willing to apply the the, the automatic automatic decision process, especially in, in risky processes. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. And as a final word of advice, what would you recommend aspiring data leaders? So people who are maybe now in more technical roles, but they they have a vision of one day maybe maybe leading a data function or a bigger project and. Um, having a more senior position where they can influence the business uh, through data, uh, what would you what would you recommend them? What would you advise them to pay attention to and keep as priorities? Um, well, I, I think that for for, for uh, I, I don't feel really comfortable in advising anyone to mm -hmm. so how how should they they uh, uh, behave in the, in their professional career. But uh, what worked for me uh, was trying to be always uh, very transparent in communication with, with my peers and my uh, 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 senior leadership and also the, the team I was working with. Um, I, I think that uh, an important part is trying to surround yourself with, with, with best people, with people that really can help you to make the difference within the organization. Uh, uh, this is something that I, I really recognize we did a good, very good job to to put together a, a strong team, and and I think it's fundamental nowadays that every company, regardless of the industry you are in, you consider having a, a strong data team a priority because you need to know what you are going to do with data. You need to know what type of decision you want to influence. You need to know if. There is a consultant company that comes to you and say, "Oh, you know, I have implemented this uh, great model in the other pharma company around the corner, and it has 99% of accuracy. You know, it's wonderful. It's uh, it has a uh, you will get a, a return on investment. Uh, it's fantastic numbers. So you, you need to look at those data and say, oh, but 
does this uh, make sense for me? Uh, can I, uh, uh, what, I, what do I need to do to, to, to apply this kind of, of models to my organization? So I, I think it's very important to consider data, data analytics in digital in general as core activities of every organization because today every organization is digital, is a data-driven organization, organization must be a data-driven organization. Uh, so my advice is surround yourself with best people so that you know how technology look like, what you can uh, uh, leverage on and, and how you can then implement in your organization. Mm, excellent. Well, Andrea, thank you very much for your insights and the conversation. Uh, we wish you the best moving forward in your professional career and uh, we will check in with you maybe, maybe in a few years to see how the data-driven uh, uh, transformation is going over at Hobion. Thank you very much, Lazo. Thank you very much.